Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to episode 40 of the Women's Running Podcast and our 12th workshop with me, Esther Newman and Holly Taylor. It's a fortnight or thereabouts off from our virtual Vitality 10k and I believe there is still time to enter if you'd like to join us. And please do join us because we've been chivying each other along as best we can but nothing supports us as runners more than the knowledge that there's loads of us everywhere all doing the same thing. You've got a week to run it, you can walk or run, no one cares, and you get a nice shiny medal. It's the perfect opportunity for a run chat with a mate, that's for sure. So we talk about that and about how our training has been going. We've both been trialling our newfangled pyramid session, and we both completely forgot to do the threshold session. We even forgot it existed. Meanwhile, Holly's been doing some actual cross-training and neither of us did our yoga. It's a mixed bag. So we talk about all of that. We talk about tapering for the 10k and general preparations. And then I bring in the double whammy. First, that our beloved bath half has been cancelled, which was due to take place in September. And second, that I found a new half marathon for us to do in August. I'm excited. Holly is too, I think. We're both going to sign up to that, although Holly is clearly more keen on doing the colour burst run. And probably the one thing of value to come out of the whole chat is that I lecture her quite rightly, I think, on proper hydration as she's a nightmare with it. And I have instructed her to purchase a hydration pack and practice, practice, practice. With a half marathon in August, it's crucial that she doesn't rely on a quick swig of water beforehand. And as I point out to her, lots of races at the moment ask runners to be self-supporting because of coronavirus restrictions. So without knowing the details of the race we're entering, it's worth investing in a hydration pack and practising drinking while running now. Lecture over, it's time for us to carry on wanging on about family camping trips, wild pooing and cans of gin and tonic. Standard. You should totally become a member of Women's Running. For one thing, podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than $2.95 a month. And for that, you get our brilliant magazine. And you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love, like brilliant kit, nutrition and class memberships. And more than that, you'll be one of us, which is priceless. Enter WRPod at shop 
www.womensrunning.co.uk for your brilliant discount. Come and join Women's Running. We'd love to have you with us. Well, I've, I've actually, I've made a bit of a list because I'm a list maker. No, that's good because my thoughts are all a bit chaotic and I was worried <laughs> that I wasn't organised enough. So it's all worked <laughs> out because you've done the work. Yeah, but I might not have written the right list. I've written a list, but it may not include your stuff on it. Should we talk about your running first and see how that's been going? Yeah, it's yeah. all been ticking along, really. I think yeah. I'm up to about six, six and a half K for my longer run. Um, so we've actually got one more week than I realised as well. I had a horrible panic last night when I thought I've only got a week and a half and I need to add another three K on. Mm-hmm. But actually, we've got two and a bit, I think. Well, it it depends when you run it. But yes, absolutely. You do. Because I've just had an email today. We, um, I think it's fine for me to say this now because it won't be going out till tomorrow. But then this will be going out in two days. My concept of time is all over the place. I anyway, um, by the time this comes out, there will be less than 10 days until the first day that you can do it. Okay. Um, but 17 days for for the people that want to do it at the other weekend say which might exactly is that you you can do it, it the might other weekend? be me mm-hmm. it might be me I need I was thinking about this last night as well I, I need to set my date because it's quite nice that we've got such a long time to do it yeah um, so we're I'm looking at my calendar now we're basically mm-hmm. any time from that bank holiday weekend until the end of that week at the beginning of June aren't we yeah and I yeah. think I think I might do mine I might do mine midweek only because I think I'm away that first week and so. I think I'm gonna have to do the same so I could do it the bank holiday Monday um but also it is quite nice to be able to make the most for bank holiday by drinking lots of wine isn't it <laughs> so I might yeah. I might drink wine and not run on the bank holiday Monday and then I might do it midweek as well actually because I'm yeah. away the weekend after and I think it would be nice to just know it was done and dusted and that I'd had a nice time doing it and it was all finished and I'm um, marvellous and all of the lovely things that wouldn't come it, with Wouldn't it be lovely around. if um, if we did it on the same day? And then we could message, like we did for half marathon, we could mm-hmm. message each other and be yeah. supports. Yeah. Well, let's chat about that after this and figure out a day and then, because that would be really nice. I'd love to do that. Yeah, me too. Are you going to wear your number? Yeah, I've got my number here. If Show the- me, show me your number. Obviously, not very exciting for the listener, but oh, no, we can. I can actually hear envelope opening. Look, that's which brilliant. is exciting in itself. Here comes Holly with Here her I number. am. <gasps> unlucky, <laughs> unlucky thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. We're so. What number are you again? You're really early as well. I am early, Shirley. But I, um, hang on a second. Talk amongst yourselves. We were marvelling at the fact that we were. Um, we, our numbers are sort of it makes me feel like an elite athlete <laughs> it does it is oh there it is hang on a sec hang on a sec here it comes right I can edit the perfection out of this can't I or I might just leave it <laughs> in for authenticity here's my envelope a dramatic pause da, da, da. yeah check out this ah <gasps> oh that's actually a lovely one she's a lucky number seven <laughs> so we've gone seven. entirely opposite ends of the superstition spectrum (laughs) yeah Yeah. I don't know I don't know whether to wear it or not 
why why would you be worried are you worried that it will sort of draw attention to the fact that yeah I'm a bit nervous about that as well yeah I mean when I run I do like to try and disappear which is very difficult when you're five foot ten but um I (laughs) I do do largely want to just kind of blend blend in with the surroundings and and uh, I mean when it was um the marathon that was different I think just because of the sheer volume of people so that was that was fun you know and I, I I there were just so even in Bath there were so many people running past me wearing their numbers and mm-hmm. you know I got honked in an absolutely nice way and stuff like that it was really really lovely um but yeah I don't know I feel really funny about it mm. it so. depends whether you like I personally because I've seen lots of things especially as we've been talking about harassment and stuff lots recently that I've seen lots of things from runners who say, just please don't honk at me or or mm-hmm. shout at me, even in a nice, even if you think you're doing it in a nice way. I quite like, especially if you're in the last couple of miles, mm-hmm. somebody giving you a little cheer. Um, and I found that quite nice on the virtual bath half day. Mm-hmm. Because if I hadn't been sort of wearing a bath half t-shirt and things, I don't know whether I would have met my guardian angel with her jelly babies. <laughs> and it was nice to have a bit of a a bit of a cheer yeah. um, as we were going along. But also, I think I did it. I think I was guilty of everybody I saw with numbers doing a kind of woohoo as I ran past them. And I think quite a lot of them were like, "Ugh, yeah, go away." <laughs> <Who's she>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I think it's entirely preferential, isn't it, on whether yeah. you prefer, whether you like a, whether you like a cheer, or whether you just like to get on with it and do your own thing. I'm an attention yeah. seeker, and I love praise. So <laughs> I love when people shout lovely things at me. And go number thirteen. Yeah, go number thirteen. People might think it's some kind of statement. I don't know. <laughs> just to... I know because our numbers so early. I think when you see a number that's like. 1647 yeah. or something yeah. then you go oh that's obviously someone doing it. I'm gonna look like a total knob on my with my number 13 <laughs> as if I'm uh yeah, as if I'm in the elite pen well I'm number seven <laughs> I'm basically Paula Radcliffe's number isn't it yeah. that's what I've stolen well no it's not it's David Beckham's but that's slightly different it but... is David Beckham <laughs> but either way it does feel quite elite doesn't it it does feel elite and that's that's the, the only thing I'm nervous about about wearing it I don't mind the drawing attention but I don't think I like the drawing attention in a way that goes I'm good yeah I think yeah drawing it in a a way of going oh everybody give me support because I'm struggling is fine because that feels sort of honest and normal Uh sort of people looking at me because they think oh she's about to absolutely leg it out the gates and just (laughs) smash this in about 25 minutes (laughs) no no no, I don't like that I don't like that I don't like that I don't want well how do you think I feel I'm the editor of women's running magazine right so I always have this weight effect or it feels like I have this weight of expectation that I should be just this gazelle like amazing ultra running person and so I see people's I see the crushing disappointment in their faces when they say oh you know what's your running like and you go you know go around the block a bit you know I see you I see you as the ultra running gazelle of bar (laughs) I see you that way I think you do much more than around the block but I do know exactly what you mean I not even being the editor just doing 
the being the digital editor I sometimes get so nervous that people have got a vision of who I am and then when yeah. they look at me they're going to be like oh that's not what I thought you were going to be <laughs> it does concern me yeah so, yeah, yeah walking up at the national running show and people go you're the editor <laughs> and it's like yeah and I'm in the flapjack queue you know so yeah uh-huh what are you going to do about it <laughs> yeah I've got some takeaway chips in one hand and I'm wearing not running appropriate <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Um, and I'm in the converse. And yeah. There we go. <laughs> and I've just been overheard slagging off how tired I was on a run the other day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Look, look, look. Back in the room. Back in the room. Our 10K. Mm. Our 10K, which we will do on roughly the same day, hopefully. Yeah. I'm um, quite feeling a Wednesday but let's just we'll discuss I think that sounds good Um, and I don't see why we can't do it in work time because it's you know why not yeah Um, and hopefully if it's sunny but let's check the weather close to the time good idea um, yeah and see how that is and right so along with the long run there were some other bits of homework from the last podcast as well how have we been doing I've not been doing well I'll just put that Uh, have you not so I've been doing well on one front which was my pyramid training yay how was it it was fine I think I'll never quite get used to so actually this is very much feeds into what we've just been saying I'll never get used to people looking at me when I'm trying to run quickly (laughs) (sighs) I just look like such a tit I just am bright red and flailing around it's I feel like it's no, they they don't think that you're trying to run quickly. They just think that you're running quickly, right? Yeah. Surely. But maybe they're laughing because they're going, is she planning on doing that for the next 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to, someone needs to call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they're thinking. No, they're not. They're thinking, no. wow, that's amazing. I wish I was running as well. That just made me feel really guilty because that's how yeah, I feel. Yeah, true. That's what I think when I see runners and I haven't been running for a while. So hopefully that's... I, I always encourages other people exactly I either feel mm-hmm. guilty or I think oh nice leggings yeah it's, it's yeah. one of those <laughs> me too or yeah. I think oh she actually she looks lovely when she runs I wish I had more confidence wish I <laughs> wish I told myself how lovely I looked when I ran which we all should we all should yeah but yeah. we certainly can't call that out of a car window can we because no correct just, yeah as a disclaimer that's not yeah. one of the things that I like to shout in support when people run past with numbers no exactly. but yeah yeah but it's that, it, it was it was absolutely fine it was quite weird actually because you know I've been doing most of my running I've been doing songs looking at timings and things uh-huh. which I think is going to have to change a little bit for the last couple of weeks of training for this um 10k because it it was fine for the half because it, the distance was so long that you know as long as I knew I could do two hours moving it up to kind of two and a half hours then I was like I'll be fine to do the distance whereas I do need to be a bit more precise now I think Mm -hmm. with my timings um so I think it's time to get the old Strava back out (laughs) yeah I just used a stopwatchy thing um Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely fine actually it was fine getting back used to looking at my little thing on my arm and making sure I was doing the right things um and I just did same place I did fart lecking because it's the fl- only f- sort of flat bit near me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, that was I, I did that one. I did that session. I've done it once. Yeah, I've done it once. And well. I, um, I really enjoyed it, but I couldn't. Um, but I kind of I sort of buggered it up because I, I, I run quite close to you. And there's the downy bit and then there's the uppy bit. And so that doesn't fit 
very well into a pyramid sesh. So no, the uppy bit didn't really work. I just did a no. longer flat. That's and yeah, then walked see, back up the hill. Much mm. better. I I think so. What I did was I didn't have a stopwatch with me and I didn't sort it out on anything kind of complex. So instead of that, I counted my footsteps. And as a result, I like that. Yes, I know, right? And as a result, it went really quickly. Yeah, because I I, I wasn't paying any attention to Louis through. Well, you listen, um, I was just about to yeah. say, what, what about Louis? <laughs> yeah, I know. Poor Louis. I've, I've missed the whole kind of latter quarter of his life, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's um, yeah, the, the footstep thing, I think, really worked. But then I had to just kind of um, amend it slightly because there's there's an up. Like I get up to, well, I won't start mentioning street names again. I don't want to fall into that. You know, when you go up George Street, <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> there's a kind of a slight incline until it goes flat again. So I had a kind of a longer interval. I wasn't quite doing the precise thing, but where where I could do it, I absolutely loved it much more than mm. I thought I was going to. Yeah, actually. me too. Actually, it is very freeing. Mm. Like I was really tired by the end. But there's something kind of psychological about the pyramid thing that's like once you're past that hump, whereas because I'm a plodder and usually I just plod, yeah. I, I, I tend to sort of find the run more difficult, more difficult gradually as I'm going along. There's something really nice about the kind of the psychology of, oh, it's all downhill from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, exactly. It, that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it was and so quick. It's really quick. And, and like your last, right, when you get down to 45 and then 30 seconds, it's... Mm. It just, yeah, it was, it's nowhere near as painful as the first time you did it because you're, you know, you're coming to the end, aren't you? So, yeah. So, yeah. Good. Well, but I'm, I'm going to do it again. Confession. I'm going to do Ooh. it again. I have got a confession, which is not only did I not do the other training mm. run, okay. I also completely forgot what it was and didn't write it down. Oh. So that proved to be a slight uh, spanner in doing that one well I'm gonna I'm gonna add some tools into that spanner box tool kit thing because I can't remember what it was <laughs> we have to go back and listen to yeah. that podcast. I don't know I certainly didn't do it whatever it was I didn't do it either uh, um I did know that I one thing I did ask us to do was to do some kind of yoga or pilates like once yes Ooh. I failed I've got one thing to report. It was not yoga or Pilates. It was, in fact, more cardio. So I don't know whether it, it did anything else. But yesterday, yes. to celebrate the return of gyms, yes. I went to a spinning class and <gasps> it was so lush. No well, way. It was horrid, but it was, it was really fun as that well. That's cross-training there. Oh. That's what I thought. I was feeling quite smug because I, I really enjoyed it. And it was so nice to have a, to have a thing to go to a class and have somebody shout at me and it, it it was it felt so nice to have not have the excuse no I'd paid for it no I couldn't just sit on my ass and not go it was so lovely to get out and have a sort of event around did it did it feel weird because I still haven't quite entered back into like life yet yeah so. I think it's completely fair enough I'm sure that there will be people listening who will not want to do that kind of thing and it was there was a moment where I was sat there going oh this is probably the biggest sort of expo- exposure risk I've put myself through mm. in a very long time because we've not been doing anything um but it was very it was all very safe and lovely it was in a really big room mm-hmm. we had sort of sectioned out areas with our bike in and then a nice amount of space I think they were probably 
at least a meter, if not two meters apart from each other, all the bikes. Yeah. Um, it was wear a mask if you got up to do anything, which was a bit horrid with a very sweaty face <laughs> if you needed to go and refill your water bottle or something, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just wiped the bikes down at the end and made sure that everything was nice and clean. And I felt, I think as well, actually, it was, it's a nice area for it. I go to the Bath Sports and Leisure Centre, again, mm-hmm. incredibly <laughs> dull for everybody else. Um, and they've got quite, they've got lots of sort of weird fire escapey doors and things in their mm-hmm. studios. So I think they just, it, it that makes it a bit better because they open all the doors to outside. Um, so it, it didn't feel weird for me, really. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's something that you've got to, yeah see how you feel about but I I like being held accountable which is why I love the podcast and love the fact that we have to report back into each other me too too. Um, yeah Yeah. oh I did I did boot camp this morning and um which is my kind of cross training and Mm -hmm. that that was a bit it was lovely because it was like in a patch of sunshine um you know surrounded by hail and rain either side of it kind of thing but yeah we, we got the sunshine at quarter to seven this morning oh but it was um a very very small group um not on purpose it just happened to be um and I'm I'm sort of worried about those stopping I'm worried that um that because they've they've declined in popularity and I think I think almost as a result of Zoom's popularity yeah yeah I've I've learned to do I do most of my boot camps at home and at the moment can't because mm. I've got no space in my kitchen um but yeah no, so I go outside and, and she was talking then that you know she's getting declining numbers and I was like oh actually this is really nice there's only three of us here um so it felt kind of all safe and that, yeah that is and, nice yeah because yeah. that yeah that does feel like a really nice small safe group yeah. and yeah I think but that's it's not sustainable for someone that's running a business really no that's really sad because I'm mm. definitely with you. I think I, I don't mind doing stuff over Zoom. Um, I've not actually, apart from a couple of yoga classes with our lovely Kate, I've mm. not done anything over Zoom really. I've been a bit cheap and just done things on YouTube. Um, but I I just, it doesn't help hold you to the same level of accountability, does it? No mm. one's going to tell me off and I'm not going to get a fee, a late fee or something if I don't if I yeah. don't do my yoga with Adrian day 12 or something yeah. so it's precisely why I've not done it yeah I've not she's not going to tell me off yeah so I and I really really need to do it. I am so stiff down my kind of right kind of glute and hip and mm. it's hamstrings it's tight hamstrings which is kind of you know comes with being a runner really doesn't it yeah um so I and I, and I can't touch my toes anymore so I just I just need to go and do something about that Okay, let's do that. I because I really need to do the same. I've been so rubbish. I haven't done mm. anything stretchy in ages. Well, let's definitely do that. And then, like, so um, let's just remember to taper a little bit before our our date. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do the ten k, and um, make sure that we eat well, do our pasta pesto the night before. Yeah, so on and so forth. Um, and uh, for a ten k, I'm not going to take any nutrition with me. Um, but so the big other thing I wanted to talk to you about is that the bath half has been cancelled. I know. Mm. It's all a bit sad, isn't it? It is sad. It is sad. So, I mean, we, we have the other date, which will be next year. Is mm. it March next year? Are they yeah, I year? think it's basically it's just usual. when it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, because so, it was supposed to be September, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's gone. That's off the radar. So we need some other races. And I say that with plural. Look, races. <gasps> so I've been doing some research. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna land this on you, right? So um another race organizer, which would be a great one for us to support, actually, because they're local and they are small is relish running mm-hmm. and they have got um there's a couple of dates I'm like, really excited. <laughs> um so in seven weeks time right um and this is from today of recording from seven weeks time um on the 4th of july there are a number of races that you okay. can partake in and also in 13 weeks on the 15th of august there are a number of races that you can do right so both times you can do the same races okay okay so your choices on both days are right <laughs> 5k mm-hmm. 10k mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. in august you can also add marathon or 50k mm-hmm. i know i know you're hankering after that 50k <laughs> also on both dates you can do a color burst run <gasps> oh <laughs> but because i knew your face would do that i looked into that and it's 2K, and all the pictures of the people doing it are children. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> oh, I think I just want to do it anyway. I've <laughs> yes, always wanted to do one of those. <laughs> I love seeing people come home from them. Um, well, I think would be really lovely the way I imagine it. It's because it looks like it's mostly kids. Also, that clearly they have to socially distance this. Mm-hmm. So what I imagine is that if you really desperately want to do it, you'd be one of maybe 10 people and there'd be half an hour between you and the next person <laughs> I don't think this is actually the case but this is in my mind I just mm-hmm. think of you running joy- joyfully jumping through kind of <laughs> rainbow colors and then we're going yeah go home you know single <laughs> single hand clap yeah well done yeah. oh god <laughs> The two spectators allowed watching yeah. me basically perform my solo <laughs> run. gallop. Oh god! Oh, but that does sound very fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I thought when when we so it's up to you. I can, you can... do it with Felix or something, and then yeah. I'll I'll, let, I'll use that as an excuse. But I've got to make sure she's all right. <laughs> yeah. Do it myself. <laughs> well have a look on the website okay um, I think it's I think it's just relish running and um yeah so they've got the, they've got other dates as well with other races but some mm-hmm. of the other races sounded quite hilly and both those dates so the 4th of July and the 15th of August both those dates are um in the two tunnels oh cool which is which, where I usually do my train that's where I did my bath half there we go mm. so um so you already know that it's pretty flat and you know very achievable yeah and so, something about running through that those tunnels mm. uh, especially the second one because the first one again so sorry to the listener who doesn't <laughs> care about the length of these tunnels but <laughs> to give you a picture the first tunnel is like quarter of a mile or something and that you know that's a, a a nice distance but it doesn't knock a huge amount off but the second tunnel is a full mile and so mm. if you do that out and back again then that's knocked two miles off of your nice long run or whatever you're doing and I don't know what it is but something about running in the tunnel it's quite dark it's gonna sound horrid it's quite mm. dark it's quite damp 
and there's it kind of shuts out all the noise but I I love it it makes it just whiz past because I sort of feel like I'm in a weird dream and I just sort of zone out and I love doing that bit anyway just a bit about my love for the two tunnels oh no well the thing (laughs) is do you know what I've never I live in Bath and I have never ever even walked them and I did I spoke to Hannah the runner a couple of weeks Mm. back because we were going to meet up for a little friendly lunchtime run Mm -hmm. that she injured herself and we didn't so we ended up just having a coffee instead and um I was going to ask her to kind of take me on a tunnels tour Mm -hmm. um because I'm too I I don't I always run on my own I don't really like the idea of running with someone else but I don't like running under the tunnels the idea of running under the tunnels on my own but in an organized race that's a a whole other ball game I'm quite happy Mm -hmm. to do that so um yeah. yeah, actually, that's a good point. I think it probably could be quite frightening if you're on your own. I've only really done it with Lex, my sort of running buddy, who mm-hmm. we did the bath half together. And th- that's lovely because we can only hear our own conversation sort of reverberating around. And it's it's absolutely fine. But I do, I do see what you mean about being on your own. But totally with an organised group, I reckon that would be lush. I think it'd be really nice. Yeah. So, right. So not to force your hand, but I'm going to force your hand. Um, I am going to sign up to, on the 15th of August, I'm going to do a half, mm-hmm. I think. Because um, I'm still, lovely. yeah, I'm still signed up to do the London Marathon in October, um, which I really, really hope will go ahead. They just did a race this weekend. Yes, the Union 5K. Mm, Mm. And I think that went really well. And I think they're kind of, they're going to be sort of looking at the results from that because it was quite a big number. You know, there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure they're going to be, you know, avidly sort of following kind of COVID developments as a result of that um, to see how that goes. So fingers crossed, I'll still be doing the London Marathon in October, um, either, either in London or virtually yeah um so that will be my big race I don't really fancy doing a marathon before then as well no um and I was I was thinking about doing um a half on the 4th of July as well but actually I've just realized that I'm away camping (sighs) which is arduous enough in itself I just you know it's for the kids and you know it will be great and we'll be making memories but we also <laughs> will not be sleeping and um I think the, the only saving grace about this campsite is I I remember that it has a curry van <gasps> so no piddling about with camp stoves in the evening no with a double burner yeah exactly and <laughs> I think in in the morning there is a breakfast van that does a really decent Americano so Oh, that's actually lovely. I'll cope. I will cope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just that need to is remember the one to go to bed at nine is... o'clock. You know, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. That's the one thing that I can't really get used to camping. Is the I love my evening meal. I really mm. look forward to it. I know. And when it's lukewarm, reheated something that you brought in a Tupperware on your yeah. sort of hissing blue camping stove. 
and it doesn't really work properly no, in your taste of salmonella and tears doesn't it yeah it very does unpleasant. it does and how much effort just to make a cup of tea I'm actually I tired I'm I really tired thinking about it and then and then Dave is just he's so eminently helpful with everybody else which means mm. he has to go and put up everyone else so we're going with a school it's a school kind of gathering mm-hmm. and he'll be putting up everyone else's tent and while he's doing that, I'll be drinking all the cans of gin and tonic and not putting up our tent. No, so sitting I'll... in a neck chair on your, in a, with a sort of pop, one of those waterproof ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Just looking like resilience kind of personified. Like, I, yeah. I will get through this with my pink gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's all and then you wake up at two o'clock in the morning and need a wee and mm. <laughs> yeah and realizing you're on the ground and that you've got to find somewhere in the outdoors yeah go for and, a wee or yeah Dave always wheezes in a wine bottle for me that's less practical mm. in terms of a solution and someone a couple of weeks back offered to give us their used camping toilet Oh. So yeah, it's basically what is a camping toilet? It's because I'm imagining a bucket. It, I reckon. Well, what I think is, it's a bucket with a loo seat, um, but also with <laughs> with kind of outsized doggy bags. That you kind of line it with. Okay. And one of the last we went camping last summer, and the chap that was wanting to give it to us or or was offering it to us, um, I remember walking past his tent and Dave said oh yeah you know so and so he's in there using his camping oh, toilet no. like, as we speak <laughs> <laughs> oh good <laughs> and actually yeah. I I'd, I'd prefer trudging through dewy grass and agreed and know, finding the rather than pooing in a bucket in it. my own tent I think yes pooing in a bucket in your own tent and then I do think that <laughs> one thing that it, 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 I, people forget is then if you have got doggy bags in your sort of luxury bucket mm. having to take <laughs> the bucket <laughs> for emptying <laughs> everybody knows that you're lugging a great pile of <laughs> yeah. turds what if you have to strain while you're carrying it you know everyone knows it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh you waited too long there didn't you or... <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, no. Um, I think not that I would I would opt for a al fresco or a portaloo than a mm-hmm. rather than a yeah, and I think luxury bucket. To be honest, because last year I think it, it was a more attractive option because we were with somewhere with composting toilets. Mm. Um and and it was such a beautiful campsite, but it, it kind of put the fear of God into Felix and she will not, she would not use the composting toilet. And was it because of falling down into the fall, there were flies there was oh, a just nasty was a smell yeah. that wasn't you know top notch um and so Dave had to take her for some wild poos oh. which she thoroughly enjoyed she was like, fine <laughs> with it <laughs> so um but but this time when we talked about camping she's like are we going to go back to the nasty toilet it was like no no no, no. we're going to a much more kind of less pretty kind of slightly more um I don't know I don't know how you'd call it but it's probably somewhere that accepts a caravan for mm, instance okay a um, bit more glampy uh, or is it not I'd quite say that but it's got clean toilets so okay but, yeah that's all you need really <laughs> yeah it is um, I'm hoping that we'll make the move up to that sort of campsite and then eventually to a hotel 
yeah um you know by next year I do remember the end of the camping era. Uh, I always used to go with my family. That was always our family holiday was we would go camping in France. And um, and I loved it when I was little. And then we tried to recreate it when I was about 15. And it was so horrid. Yeah. Yeah, it was just very, I suddenly realised that actually when you're not six, mm-hmm. camping is quite, strange and and it's, it's hot that's what I yes, think of it's hot and cold it's very yeah. cold when you're going to sleep and then you wake up and it's very very hot it's very hot you feel like a dog in the back seat of a car at same yes. time don't you like <laughs> <laughs> especially when you go when you're 15 and you've got to share a tent with sort of snoring parents and oh that's not good no yeah it wasn't good I'm sorry to my mum if she's listening but I that was the end of the camping trips yeah that, yeah <laughs> no I we did quite a lot of camping like as a family I think when I was sort of seven eight nine yeah and I exactly the same as you that's when it's great it was mm-hmm. great aside from I remember French campsites and you know French loos and campsites back in the 80s where it's like you get foot marks and then you have to squat yes that squatters. was traumatic mm-hmm um super traumatic yeah Um, but other than that yeah it was all really massively exciting and you know whatever and that was and swimming and and choosing a campsite having the I'm so sorry this is so specific and boring we can cut this bit out but (laughs) having the Michelin guide yeah yeah there we go and looking your pronunciation Holly thank you (laughs) and then looking looking in the guide and looking for a campsite with the little image that had uh swimming pool and a sort of slide and knowing that that was yeah it would be fun times it would be fun times ahead I would only allow staying in those ones and then I I think I was happy just spending the whole sort of week sliding down slides and then the realization when I was about 15 that that was not really what I wanted to do on my holiday (laughs) but I I don't remember my parents ever choosing a campsite that had any kind of fun in it really oh I demanded fun Mm. No, I don't think we were allowed fun. But then this was the late 70s and early 80s. I, I think there was less fun then. To There's be less had. fun around. Less fun around. <laughs> we had to make do with sort of twigs and stuff like that. And yeah, I, 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 and the, the pictures then, even though I sort of have a vague memory of it being sort of vaguely okay, the pictures do look quite bleak, you know, but then yeah. things were quite bleak. I don't know. <laughs> I, it was sort of, you know, we've got Thatcher now so we can only go camping in a triangle green tent and we've got to lie like sardines and yeah you know, and if sort of... there is swimming it will be in a pond and some things will tangle around your ankles yes exactly yeah. you can only have really unpleasant swimming experiences because yeah because of the miners or something <laughs> I don't know I can't remember what was going on in the early 80s but it was not good holiday wise when I speak to Dave, Dave was like, oh, yeah, we went to Disneyland. I'm like, really? Why, why no, was I, I in a tent? <laughs> I was sort of, yeah, I was in a tent most of my childhood as well. <laughs> and only really allowed things. See, that's why I'm actually quite surprised looking back that we we were allowed um, to go to places that had slides and swimming pools. Though it's probably because, because all of the holidays were geared towards what did the grown-ups want to do and how could they sort of get rid of me mm-hmm. and my sister for a bit. And actually, that's exactly why, isn't it? That was perfect. Daisy and I would go off and just go down slides over and over again. Yeah, and I think and I, if could... you choose a campsite, I, I know these days, if you choose a campsite that has those sorts of facilities, 
there tend to also be some kind of restauranty kind exactly of I do remember a lot mm. of pints being yes. consumed in the bar while we were swimming yeah. and then being able to choose an ice cream I'm having a lovely time reminiscing about this <laughs> I need to stop banging on about it but <laughs> yeah. those were those were great holidays no wonder we tried to recreate it but yeah. also no wonder it went horribly wrong and we all fell out and didn't want to go camping together ever again yeah yeah both of those things yeah so anyway to say <laughs> <laughs> That means I can't do a half marathon on the 4th of July. Okay, um, but I think August is, if yeah. I do the same as you for you can do a half marathon. purposes, All good. I reckon we were going to do one in September, weren't we? So it's just a month earlier. Yeah, it's well. The good thing is, is it's 13 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, most training plans for a half marathon, not all of them, but most of them are about 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and we're already and we're you're already getting towards 10k so it's almost it's like you've started anyway and when I look at mm-hmm. them the, the first long run is maybe three four miles and you're already doing that's that. already where we are yeah 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 so there's not a lot of thought to go into it so I've got I've got a lovely training plan that I can send you um nice yeah. so um, oh I was going to say one big thing just to finish this with is that this half marathon is going to be very different from our last one. Okay. In that it's going to be in the middle of August and it is going to be hot. That's and, something I'm a bit worried about. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's going to be warm and your hydration strategy so far has been interesting mm. and not good enough for August. So I'm going to tell okay. you off. Look at my waggy finger. Yeah, I okay. just drink a bottle of water before I go. And then I sort of, mm. maybe I'll get a Lucozade halfway through if I feel like I'm going to die of thirst. And bear in mind, so mm. this is a, going to be a proper race, a managed race. There, there may not be water stations mm. because of COVID. Um, and like the last thing I did was kind of, um, it was self self you know you had to bring everything you you know had to be wearing stuff on your back yeah so ahead of that in within the next month your big task is to research how you're going to carry your hydration whether it's going to be one of those loopy bottles if you don't mind carrying something I don't like it I don't really like carrying something I think it's a vest okay so then I'll look it up do some research on on hydration packs mm. and then get one sooner rather than later so you can practice and practice okay because I've got I've had I've, when I've practiced before when I first got them I, I did get it wrong mm. in that I wasn't quite sure how everything worked how the tube worked or whatever but now I know exactly what I like and, and okay I so, so I can give yeah. the test I think mm. actually that works quite well because I am going I'm doing my two peaks um holiday Cara and I are going to do two peaks because we couldn't (gasps) be bothered to do three um and I was thinking about my hydration for that anyway and thinking that I might get a vest yeah or something Mm -hmm. for that holiday anyway because I don't want similarly I don't want to be carrying too many things so maybe that can tie in I can get something like that give Mm -hmm. it a test on some walks and see how it works and then make sure I know what I'm doing with it for a half, but that's a very good point because I'm really, really bad at hydrating. I'm bad at doing anything during a run. Even if I do buy myself a sports drink or water Mm -hmm. or something halfway through, 
I tend to sort of only sort of be able to stomach about half of it and then be like and throw the rest away and I need to get a bit better at learning to yeah do a little bit at a time have a little yeah <clears throat> and and I think the really good thing about having the the hydration packs with the tube is that you really do just kind of like you however the tube th- nozzle works for you um with my one which is from decathlon you just sort of bite the end of it and mm. it just means that you sort of you have just like that one gulp which is fine so it's kind of that little and often kind of concept and I also have uh, precision hydration diluted in it so like a powder that's got electrolytes electrolytes salt Mm -hmm. Um, and it just tastes like um, really watered down very pleasant tasting squash okay cool um and I and I think that's it's particularly in August it's a really good idea to have something like I mean you can make up your own which, mm. which I think we might have talked about before. You can make up your own with squash and a little bit of salt in it. Um, but it's really, really important to have that. Um, and I have at least a litre in, okay. in my back. So if you're going for um, a backpack, if you were to look at the sizes of them, you can get like a five litre one, but that really is very, very small. And you can normally only fit like, um, I think up to a litre of water in the back. I mean, they, they also have pockets at the front, so you can get like soft flasks. So you can kind of top that up. Okay. Um, but I have, and I recommend a ten litre. I think for a for a half marathon. Is it heavy? No, really, no, not at all. No, okay, and this, but, this, but you really, really need to practice with it because it does feel different mm. because it's strapped so close to your body, um, and you get them in different sizes. So you can get one that really, really fits you properly, and you can adjust all the straps so you're not kind of going over boobs and things. Mm-hmm. But because you 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 put it on really quite kind of snugly. So it doesn't move at all. Um, and I can talk you through a way in which also with the, with the hydration pack, which is on your back, there's a way of you you sort of need to suck the air out of it upside down so that it doesn't jig. Otherwise, when you with every step, you hear, which just makes you annoying. But if you do that, then you don't hear any of that. Um, no, it's, I mean, it feels heavy when you hold it in your hands, but when you've got it on, no it's no not, not at all because it's so tightly compressed to you um and I, I have my phone and it means you don't have to wear like an armband for your phone or anything like that mm. put that in one of the pockets gels go in another pocket yeah back. that's great that mm. would be really useful because my and most can... recent pair of leggings that I'm wearing don't have a phone pocket yeah and it's upsetting um and I do find like I I've got an armband that I look at sometimes when we're doing things like interval training and the Mm -hmm. pyramid training that we were talking about but I I don't find those things the best they kind of you have to do them quite tightly otherwise they slip down and it's and then you get blue fingers and yeah I know I I I have an armband for when I don't have leggings that are are doing the job yeah with that yeah it takes away all of that and because of all the additional pockets you then have like with these races, it's very useful to have somewhere to stash a face mask mm-hmm. and and also somewhere to stash some tissue paper. Going in case you need to do in, alfresco weeing. In, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. In case you need to do a pooler. Yeah. Um, it's, if you've got it on hand, then it's, it's you know, super helpful to know. Um, yeah, cool. so hydration pack. Okay, hydration pack. I'm actually very excited about that. I yeah. think that would, will solve quite a lot of my birds with one hydration pack yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was about three wasn't it three different <laughs> all races. the metaphors just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hurrah>! <laughs> cool yeah get one of those learn and learn how to run with it 
definitely mm. for sure yeah because it's a bit weird I remember running from Bristol to Bath and it just didn't work all the uh, thankfully it wasn't a really warm mm. month I think and I coped I just coped but it was a 15 mile run I remember getting home and thinking oh and I'd not turned the nozzle to open and I was like mm. oh, what an idiot so I've been I've been doing it just about but I had to sort of go <gasps> but <there's>, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I thought this can't be right <laughs> <laughs> like the very end of the Capri Sun or something yeah. trying to get every last bit <laughs> yeah, well, or a pink gin and tonic yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to run the Vitality 10k you can totally still sign up at vitalitylondon10,000.co.uk it really is one of the most joyful inclusive experiences even as a virtual race. It only costs £19, you get a race bib number and then a really nice medal after you've done it. And you can enter right up until 4pm on Friday 28th of May. Please run with us, we need the mutual support. More half marathon training nonsense next time. This podcast was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to women's running which is 35% off that's less than 2.95 a month and for that you get our brilliant magazine and you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love like brilliant kit nutrition and class memberships go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter wr pod at the checkout for your brilliant discount come and join women's running we'd love to have you with us deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.